got up in the mountains and got to our glass and point and I pull out my little, uh, I don't know, thermarest, one of those styrofoam pads that are super light that kind of fit in your pack, you know, threw that out, set it on the snow, uh, sat my butt down on it. And all of a sudden I see my friend, he's got a, he's got a, a full blown lawn chair in his, <laughs> I mean, not like the old school aluminum ones with like, no, no, the not the, not the triangle seat or anything like that. It's those lightweight backpacking. Uh, uh, okay. They just go into a little bag. I don't, I don't know what they weigh, but I'll tell you what, he was way more comfortable than I was. Welcome to Just the Tip Tuesday, Got Game University's new short-form podcast. I'm Mike Edgehouse, and with co-host Ryan Smith, we take 10 to 15 minutes to dive into a subject that will make you a better hunter. Remember, it's just the tip that counts. On this week's episode of Just the Tip Tuesday, Ryan and I discuss comfort laid back, easygoing comfort, or the comfort that comes from not sitting your butt on the cold ground while you're glassing during our favorite time of the year, the whitetail rut. Stay tuned. See what we can recommend. Welcome to another episode of the Got Game University podcast, Just the Tip Tuesday. Uh, Mike, we're glad to have you here. We've got another good episode uh excited to talk about this i you know i'll I'll introduce the topic but i know that mike's not gonna have a have a huge say say in this topic because he usually just spends most of the time in his truck when he's hunting so uh, he (laughs) you got jokes oh jesus you got so many jokes it's like i'm sitting here with the damn comedian So we're we're starting. Uh, I guess we'll transition into the topic of, uh, you know, comfort and uh, well, mainly well, be- be- Before we transition into that, I don't know. I I love September. I love chasing archery elk. I love it. This last September was it actually felt like elk hunting. But I'll tell you, November rut for whitetail deer. And I like whitetail. I, I'm, I'll throw it out there. I think whitetail tastes better than mule deer. I, I know people are going to say it depends on what they eat, where they're from. I grew up on whitetail deer. I love whitetail. And that magic third week of November during that whitetail rut, come on, man. Is, is there much better than that? I mean, last year I got so lucky, man. I got to see whitetail spar and I watched a buck chase a doe over on a private land, make like a four mile circle legitimately. Cause we were using the spotting scope and make his and her way back in like an hour and 15 minutes. And he died by a gun from us. <laughs> but I mean, it was, it was so cool, man. I, I love the whitetail rut. I love it. Cause I know if I'm just patient and sit in a spot where deer are going to come out at some point during shootable hours, they are going to come out during the rut week. Well, we can all have our own opinions. Oh, God. Are you a <laughs> mule deer eater? Well, I don't care about the taste. I just think mule deer are fun to hunt. Those I'm not saying they're not fun to hunt, <laughs> but, but but I'm talking to eating. 
<laughs> I like to eat, and I like I, to eat a lot, and I like to eat whitetail. Like, I I like to hunt mule deer, so for that case, they taste better. Ah, uh, yeah, I hear you on that. All right, sorry, sorry to digress. I'm just I'm just getting You're pretty right. excited, man. I got it's you know? it's the week. This is like the magic week, man. It's like Christmas for me because when this week's over, my hunting season is done until April fifteenth. I'm not a turkey chaser. I'll shoot one because I'm allowed to. I'm not a turkey chaser. My hunting season's over after this week until spring bear so this is this is my my this peak i'm so excited about it man well you better get out a lot you going a lot i'm i'm gonna do my my best man like i said i'm i haven't gone out yet because you know that whole domestic capital conversation we had oh, so yeah. i'm telling you i am i am excited and right now this third week of november we're talking talking peak rut in my mind I mean, right. and where, where I hunt, my tag ends December 1st. And so, and I, I know you can't eat the horns, but I was fortunate enough to draw an extra doe tag this year. So nice. I, I am going to be shooting for an area of a doe's body that has very little meat. Listener, you can probably assume that's a headshot. That's where those bullets are flying on a doe. And then uh, I have a tag that... Uh, if a buck walks out, it's going to die. I'm not going to kill a little forky this year or a spike. I'll, I'll shoot a mature buck. And that's that's my plan, man. And uh, That sounds I'm like excited. a good plan. That sounds yeah. like a good plan. So, yeah. well, good. Well, So why don't it, you tell me how to be comfortable when I'm not yeah. sitting in my truck instead of sitting my ass on that whole cold, hard ground with a quarter inch thick thermorest pad trying to glass these animals because I'm yet to figure it out. Yeah. So that's quick story with that. What kind of brought up this topic is, uh, I went for just the general mule deer hunt here in Idaho. I went with a friend, uh, mule deer hunting and we got up in the mountains and got to our glass and point and I pull out my little, uh, I don't know, Thermarest, one of those styrofoam pads that are super light that kind of fit in your pack, you know, threw that out, set it on the snow, uh, sat my butt down on it. And all of a sudden I see my friend, he's got a, he's got a, a full blown lawn chair in his, <laughs> I mean, not like the old school aluminum ones with like, no, no, the not the, not the triangle seat or anything like that. It's those lightweight backpacking uh Uh, okay they just go into a little bag i don't i don't know what they weigh but i'll tell you what he was way more comfortable than i was way more oh yeah and i'm and i'm the weight nazi and i was sitting there thinking okay i need to figure out how to get that into my pack next year because like he says i don't know if i just need to lose three pounds or what i need to do but I need to do something so I can have that chair in my pack. Cause you know, my, you know, you have that pad, it works good, but yeah, you, you, you adjust, you know? And so part of your, when you adjust part of your butts in the snow, you know, and you don't feel it. And then you, and so, and you can make it comfortable. I put my pack behind me as a recline, you know, that I can lean back on, but, uh, that chair is super nice. So I want to get your opinion. Uh, Mm -hmm as the whitetail guy that watches deer sparring and doing all this stuff, what do you do 
when it comes to it. I mean, and whitetail hunting, I'm sure you're mountain, you know, you're hunting mountain whitetail, but I imagine the hike's not terrible where you can have some pretty good uh, comfort. If by mountain whitetail you mean I can see mountains from where I hunt whitetail, then 100% I'm hunting mountain whitetail. Yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> never we'll, seen any either. We'll, we'll leave it at that. I I am not Troy Pottinger. I am not, you know, the guys at North Idaho Archery that go out and hunt true mountain giants. I am that guy that hunt is, hunts edge habitat. Um, I think whitetail love edge habitat. And by edge habitat, I mean power line cuts in the forest. I mean where the woods meets farmer's fields, stuff like that. And when I say hunted, I mean I sit my ass down and I glass the edges super duper intently for the best hours in the morning. And then I get anxious and I go for like a three or four mile walk to see if there's a better vantage point. And then I glass... For I truly believe there's midday madness during the rut for deer as well, just like there is for elk. And then I walk for a few more miles, then I glass the evening time. So what do I do to glass? Well, how do you stay comfortable? How can you sit there for that long without getting legs falling asleep and everything else that goes with it? Well, I have perfected the art of falling asleep in uncomfortable spots. I, I sit down, I use the lumbar pad on my kafaru pack and I sit on that and put my elbows on my knees and glass from there. And then when my hands start to shake, I figure out a way to use the lumbar pad for the back of my head. So, you know, kind of laying with my head extended and my neck extended. So my chin is on my chest and I glass from there. And inevitably I fall asleep and I'm sure I miss animals because I have zero freaking way to get comfortable glassing. And you're right. I do. When that happens, mosey on back to my truck and say, well, if something pops out somewhere near where I'm parked, at least I'll be able to get it from here because I'm going <laughs> to glass from my truck because I cannot get comfortable. What do you what, tell <laughs> that, me? What, that just comes with age. Okay. That sleeping out of nowhere. That just comes God, with here's, here's the damn age thing again. I mean, I'm not, I'm not denying I might be the elder spokesperson in our group, but man, I can still get it done as long oh, yeah. as it's not a comfortable nap time. So what do I do? Tell me how to get comfortable. So, so, uh, you know, it, it, I, I've came to this conclusion. I haven't carried a chair before into a hunt. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I've, I've actually used them in backpacking trips in the summer and stuff. And they're super, <clears> super <throat> nice when you're not timed, you know, you're just kind of getting to where you need to go. It's not, yeah, you can take yeah. as much time. It's not a big deal for weight. Uh, but I've, you know, I have a hunt this December I'm planning on going on. And I'm carrying a gun, my bow, stove, tent, uh, you know, that lightweight pad is a great mm -hmm. option. You can lean on your pack as a backrest, uh, you know, for that type of hunt, it's a great option. But I've decided that if I'm not carrying tent, sleeping bags, multiple weapons, you know, I'm not having extra weight. Mm -hmm. I actually think that. I don't know, $25 chair from Sportsman's is the way to go. You can, you can mag, you, you can spend more time glassing because you're not 
you know, trying to get comfortable. You're, you're not having to stand up as much. You can set that, the angle of being able to set the tripod with the, with the spotter is, mm-hmm. is super ideal because you're above it. You got your eyepiece coming up and. So are you I, talking like the little collapsible legs and then you put this fabric basically butt hammock yes, on it and you sit there? On it. Yeah, so, they're surprisingly super, super comfortable. See, my only problem with that is, do they make one with a back? Because in my elder age, oh, I like oh, yeah. to lean back. Oh, yeah, they have a backrest. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, they've got a backrest. You sit, you sit your butt down, you lean back, and they're mm-hmm. not super tall, and so mm-hmm. your legs will fall asleep, but... You just let your legs hang straight, you know, kind of straddling yeah, the yeah. the spotter, and man, you could—they're comfortable. They're they're a game changer when you're sitting there for a couple hours, you know. And this is even coming from you being like the weight Nazi. Yeah, I've decided that if I'm not, like I said, carrying tents, <laughs> all this extra stuff, I'll take a chair. I think every deer hunt that is just like a day deer hunt where we're hiking up hot, getting up super early, gla- yeah. glass in the morning, you know, hunting the afternoon, glassing. I, it's worth the wait. Okay. It is worth the wait. If you haven't seen them, they're just a lightweight uh, backpacking chair from Sportsman's or Cabela's, or I think you probably get them on Amazon. Like generic brand. It doesn't, it Alps mountaineering, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just something it, lightweight with little does, backrest. Yeah, yeah. When we go on our backpacking trip, there's like 15 of us, uh-huh. and there's like eight of these chairs. They're all different brands, and they all they all yeah. work the same. They're and it's magnetic really, legs, and it gives you that much more longevity for glassing. So you can, instead of like having to keep putting your binoculars down or moving from your tripod to make sure your butt isn't going numb or you can feel your toes again, it really it extends the time. So it it actually the 25 bucks and 18 ounces of weight really give you more of an advantage. Oh yeah. And that's the thing when it's packed, it's not that much smaller than my actual pad. I mean, it's lighter, but it's not like it takes up way more space either. Right. Right. You know? And so, uh, yeah, if you haven't got one, I also just in selling the seat, uh, they're great because they fit in your trunk. So you can set five of those suckers in your trunk for soccer games or whatever you've got going and okay. they don't take up much room. So you can just leave them there the whole year. You know, we just leave them in when we decide to go somewhere, all of a sudden we need to need the seat out. We have them there. Uh, and so, I mean, we use ours all the time. I've just never used them hunting. And you know, like, so, so for the listener, trying to figure out exactly what Ryan's talking about. Ryan, send me a picture of you using this in the field, whether it's a camping trip, hunting trip, whatever. If you have none of you using it in the field, because this is a new revelation, take a picture with your clothes on, please, and send it to me. And I'll post it on uh, our Cut Right Mobile Instagram page. Because like I said, I'm sure... Somebody just ran out of bullets because they shot three times over a deer's back and is going to swing by North 40 or Sportsman's to pick up more bullets and they can grab one of these chairs as well. Right. I mean, 
I'm, I'm on board for anything that isn't 20 pounds and is going to increase my likelihood of success. Right. I mean, I, I will spend the money and I don't care about weight. I mean, I'm a big guy. Weight doesn't matter to me. Like <laughs> if it increases my chance of success, right. I'm all in. And so if this is going to do it on my way down to hunt this week, I'm stopping by North 40, grabbing one of these damn things and going to give it a whirl. Yeah. So I'm looking it up right now on Amazon. Uh-huh. It's 30 bucks. The sport near lightweight, portable folding camp chair. Yeah. Compactable. And I do have pictures. I'll send them to you so we can post yeah, them for our audience so they can, they can see it. And I actually have pictures of my pad next to his chair. Uh, we were taking the picture, so I couldn't, both of us couldn't be in the picture, yeah, but you can yeah, see, yeah. you can see the difference between the two glass and spots. I'll send that to you. I love but, it. But, but, uh, no, it's a, it's a game changer. If you're not, if you're not going very far, it's just, it's just hard to beat. You 100%. know, definitely if you're not, if your pack's not a million pounds, uh, I just think that things that make you glass better. And I mean, anything that can make you glass better because glassing is a skill and it's a skill that requires comfort. I mean, if your left butt cheeks going numb and then your right butt cheeks going numb, then your toes are getting cold. And I mean, you're not going to glass as effectively or as efficiently as you can. So comfort is super important. And I mean, hunting kind of is being comfortable, being comfortable with being uncomfortable, but there's certain situations that you kind of need to be comfortable, right? Like oh, you, you just do. Well, and I'm already the person that I just struggle sitting there. You know, I get into September and I just chase elk, you know, and it's just, mm-hmm. I'm always on the move, you know, calling mm-hmm. and locating them. And I, you know, I do some glassing, but it's never like yeah. sit down for three hours and glass. It's, it's sure. moving and locating and moving and locating and, put your binos up for a second to look at a side hill and then keep going, you know? And, yep. uh, yep. and so the mule deer or, or I imagine white tail, it's, mm-hmm. uh, man, after sitting for an hour, you're like, I need to take a nap. I need to do something. And so it is a skill that's that you have to learn to be able to be patient and sit there. Yes. And I think, Setting. And make sure you look at the same stump 48 times within eight minutes oh. to see if it moved or not. Well, yeah. And you're like, there's just gotta be something right there. It's too good. Well, or like my favorite <laughs> is like, it's not there at noon, but as soon as that sun gets a slightly different angle, you're like, Oh my God, there it is. And it's the same stump that was a different color at noon because the sun's <laughs> hitting it. And it just looks damn just like a deer at that magic oh. hour. Oh. Or, or, or my favorites. I saw a huge four point there two years ago. It's got to be in the exact same spot. <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you how many times. I mean, I'm a victim of that. I go to the exact same spots where I've killed animals before, and it's, you know, it's knocking spots off the list. And I don't know. Yeah, it, I'm not going to say any more about my style of whitetail hunting, but I sure do like those edge habitats, man. Well. So. Well, and like I said, setting yourself up for success in the field 
And if, you know, being patient, glass and something that's hard for you, you you need to set yourself up for success and do things that make it so it's not so hard. So if that's bringing a comfortable chair, bringing, you know, one of those styrofoam pads uh, and a freaking three pound bag of gummy bears to keep you there so you can handle it, uh, do it. I mean, agreed. and I'm not saying you have to sit and, you know, there's people that mule deer hunt that probably don't glass and have success, but, uh, glassing's just seems like a huge part of, uh, deer hunting and super vital. And so, uh, setting yourself up for success and whatever you need to do so you can, uh, you know, you, so you can have the success you need, I think is most important. And so, uh, figuring out what that is for you when you're glass and I think is, is what's important. I'm on board. I'm picking it up. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm heading out in, I don't know, 10 hours. And so I I will, uh, well, North 41 open. I'll hunt this morning or tomorrow morning. And then I will, uh, pick the damn thing up during my lunch break. So pick it up. Send me that picture. I'll send you the picture. I'll send it it to you. We'll make it happen. And I will give an honest to God review on our next podcast on if my butt went numb or not. Just, just to let you guys know it holds 330 pounds. So Mike is good to go. That's what it says. 330 (laughs) pounds. And, And it's only two pounds. It only weighs two pounds. And so, I mean, that's a pretty good ratio weight to what it can handle ratio there. Oh, man. I, I, I don't even like I'm completely speechless. This is not very often that it happens that it's speechless. She got me good between the age comments and the weight comments. I mean, maybe uh, before the next podcast, you could just take me out back and kick me in the crotch and then we could get along nicely, huh? I, I like to tear people down, not build them up. Oh, that's your way. All right, guys, listen, best time of the year. It's your last hunt until you go chase ugly birds or spring bear. So uh, shoot straight, do well, send us your pictures. And uh, moving forward from here, we're going to be talking cooking. We're going to be talking, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll just talk plain with your meat. So you can interpret that however you want. We'll just talk about playing with your meat for the next couple of weeks. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Grab one of these. Just increase your chances for success, guys. Mm-hmm.